Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Good morning and welcome to my morning rant. This morning I want to talk to you guys about Luke 18.1, and we're going to pull out a principle out of that and um, uh, expound on it a little so that you and I can get some information that we can apply in our life, in our current situation. Let's read that verse. It says, And he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint, which is some really good advice if you can understand what he's talking about. Jesus is saying, You know, you and I ought to be praying always in every situation that we have in our life. And um, we are to do that because we're bringing some help in our current situation. Uh, 1 Thessalonians um, 5.17 puts it this way, pray without ceasing. So that tells me that men ought to always pray. And when we are praying without ceasing, We are then calling in the big guns, if you will. We're calling in grace. We're calling in the mercies of God. We're calling in the Holy Spirit. We're calling in angels. We're calling in all of these uh, um, powerful, powerful tools in in the sense of grace and and, uh, God's faithfulness and his mercies. And we're bringing in God himself in the personhood of the Holy Spirit. And we're bringing in our angels to help and assist us to get our desired outcome. Acts 6.4 says, But you will give ourselves, but we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. What a life that is. Um, Acts chapter 6 verses uh, 4, and this was one of the statements that the um, uh, the disciples had made uh, when they were talking about some issues within the church. And so there's examples all through the Bible about people in prayer. We know that Jesus, this was his habit. This was his custom. If you take a look in First Samuel chapter 1, verses 12, you will read about uh, Hannah and her praying to God and seeking God and getting her desired outcome. And we want to uh, make sure that we stay before God and get our answer. Uh, Matthew 26, 41 tells us that we ought to be watching and praying that we enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh, of course, is weak. And so the Bible teaches you and I that we have a choice as to where we want to live in the spirit or from the flesh. And that is your choice again. But the Bible says God has begun a good work in you and he wants to make sure that he's able to fulfill it. But he needs some uh, decisions from you. And the Bible tells us that you and I ought to pray. And I did a, a teaching on this about fray, praying and fasting a couple uh, months ago, but I just wanted to remind you that you and I are called to do that. And all things whatsoever you shall ask in prayer, believing you shall receive. And so we see a process there that is um, laid out before you and I as to how we can get our desired 
outcome. Let me read that again. That is in Matthew 21, verse 22. And all things whatsoever you shall ask in prayer. So we know that when we are in prayer, one of the things that we can do and we should do is ask. Uh, there's other types of prayer, which I did a teaching on that. But uh, when you're coming for your petition um, and you're laying out your request, it says, let your requests be made known unto God. And so it tells us, the Bible tells us in, in Matthew 21, it says, whatsoever you shall ask in prayer, believing, um, and that believing is first believe that you have it, and then continue to believe or continue your believing uh, that you have it. You have already have it. You possess what you have asked for, and you are now praising God, and you shall receive it. How are you going to receive it? A man shall always ought to pray. And he receives it when it tells us, the Bible says, it's a good thing that man should give thanks unto God. So when you begin to pray and thank God for the desired uh, requests, the Bible says that you shall receive it. Um, and that is to be done according to the will of God. And he lays it out what his will is. And so if you've seen it in the word of God and he said he will do it, that means that is his will. And then you have grounds by which you can then um, uh, place and, and, and do your argument. Because I love to come before him as my mother had taught me when she prayed that you said within within the words of God, and I read the word, it says, did you not promise me this? And I am putting my faith in you, and I'm praying that you will come to pass, bring this to pass as you said that you would. And so we see the process by which you and I get things is laid out in that scripture. And I just want to remind you that men ought to always pray and not faint, as the scripture tells us that this is how we behave. And as you and I are coming to him in prayer, the Bible tells us that he hears us. As I mentioned to you, you pray without ceasing and you pray believing and once you have made your confession, you ought to, at that place, believe and continue the believing, and you shall have whatsoever you say. Pray always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. So this is telling you and I that we ought to be doing something, and that is we ought to be praying always. And so if you find yourself in a situation and you're looking for answers, you are trying to get it and you're lost, I suggest that you pray because the Bible tells us that we ought to be praying. And when you pray, guys, and you pray, you will bring in help. You will bring in the power of God. You will bring in his wisdom. You will bring in his knowledge you will bring in all of these information. Why? Because he tells you that I have some plans for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope 
and a future. That is Jeremiah 29, 11. So as you and I find ourselves in whatever situation that you are in, we know that we have the petition as we desire, the scripture says. And there's a couple of other scriptures I want to read to you. First John 5.14. This is the confidence that we have when we are approaching God. It says in one in that translation that if we ask anything according to his will, we know that he hears us. And he tells us all through the scriptures, call and I will answer you. He says, ask and I shall give you these things. And so why is God giving us these things and telling us to come and ask? Simply because he loves us. And because he loves us, he is merciful to us. Because he loves us, he is gracious to us. Because he loves us, he is ever faithful to us. Because he loves us, he will always provide for us. Because he loves us is why we get a chance to see all of this other beautiful things about him. Because the Bible tells us that before the world was was created, he was in love with you and I. And he created a way by which we, who he loved, can have access back to him uh, because he knew we would fall. And so because he loved you and I, he created a, a plan by which he can now bring us back to him. That is through the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, through his obedience. The Bible tells us that he loved us because he didn't count it uh, a big deal to be equal with God. And so he put aside that and he came on our behalf to die, uh, um, the scripture says, to be killed as a, a, um, a criminal. And so you and I are surrounded by love from God the Father, from our Lord Jesus Christ, from the Holy Spirit. He loved us, the Holy Spirit, and he came here to abide with us, to empower us so that we can walk in the authority that we have in the name and through the life and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ and his works, yes, and what he has done for us. And so you and I are required to stay hooked up. As we stay hooked up, we stay hooked up in God by praying without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. Praying at all times in the Spirit with all prayer and supplication. The Bible says, Rejoice in hope and be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer. In Romans 12, 2, we read about it. Rejoice always in First Thessalonians 5, 16 and 18. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Giving thanks in all circumstances. Why? Because this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you and I. And I am telling you guys, as you and I follow that formula, I know in America we love formulas. We love the one, two, three steps and stuff like that. So God knew we love all that stuff out here in America and in Western civilization. And he gave us a couple of one, two, three steps. And First uh, Thessalonians five sixteen through 18, rejoice always. That's your number one. And um, 
Once you stay in that space of joyfulness, man, I am telling you, your situation will lose all of its power. Rejoice in hope. What hope? See yourself out of your situation and rejoice in that hope. Rejoice in that vision that um, once you bring that into uh, uh into your space, into your mind, see it in your spirit, meditate on it, see yourself as you want to be in your victory. God came and changed Abraham's name so that he can confess that he was the father of many nations. Begin to confess the things that you want in Jesus Christ. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in your painful situation. Be constant in prayer. Rejoice always, First Thessalonians says. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all your circumstances. The messy one that you're in right now, give thanks in it. Give thanks for God to show his mercy and his power, his love. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you and I. And as we continue to do that formula, as mentioned before, that we will get to see the mighty power of God in our life. And so the scripture continually remind us that we ought to pray without ceasing. Jesus Christ went around praying all the time. We see it back and forth, back and forth. And every time he went and he prayed, he came back in power. The Bible tells us in Philippians 4, 6, do not be anxious about anything. Now, if you are rejoicing always, if you're praying without ceasing, if you're giving thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God, I guarantee you that you will not be anxious of anything. Why? Because the scripture says you are in rejoicement mode. You are rejoicing always. You're praying without ceasing. And when you are there, there is no room for you to be anxious about anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication and with thanksgiving, there is that formula again. Let your requests be made known unto God. And as I tell you guys, that when you and I stay in that space of rejoicing, of praying without ceasing, of giving thanks in all of our situation, we will receive the answer that we are asking God for because the Bible tells us that he he wants to give it to us. It tells us that we ought to pray without ceasing, that we ought to make sure that we are in a joyful state. And as we are in these states and these mindsets, as you will, these mindsets, we will get our desired outcome because it has no other way to, to do but to manifest because we are actually following that one, two, three steps that I told you that is declared that you and I should do in order to get our desired outcome. Don't allow your situation to steal your joy from you because the Bible tells us that we should not do that. The Bible tells us that we have that ability to allow it. If we ask, if we need wisdom, he says, um, ask, how are you going to do it? you got to be praying. James, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask. Um, who God who gives generously to all without reproach, 
and it will be given. I mean, God is not holding back anything. The only requirement he's saying is that you ask, and he's asking you, and he's telling you, and requiring you that you stay in prayer continually. And as you continually stay in prayer, you will find yourself saying things like this, I can do all things through him, through Christ, who strengthens me. Why? Because you will get that power as you begin to pray. You will feel the power of the Holy Spirit. You will know uh, his presence in your life. You will feel it. You will receive it. The Bible tells us, um, and whatsoever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have some faith. So there's a couple of ingredients that is necessary in asking and in praying. And as you release those ingredients, which is if you stay in um, uh, rejoicing, if you stay in prayer without ceasing, if you're staying with in giving thank, thanks, I guarantee you that you, as I read to you previously, will become victorious. You will see the power of God in your life. You will know him and the power of his might, the scripture tells us. And so I want to encourage you guys, all my brothers and sisters out there, that uh, the Bible tells us that you ought to be praying without ceasing. And it tells us that whatever you pray, whatever you're asking in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. And I'm telling you guys, if you stay in praise and worship and rejoicing, man, that's where your faith will grow. Because the Bible tells us that as we are in that space, uh, we know what happened to Abraham. It says that he became fully persuaded that God was able to do what he said he was going to do. And then the Bible says God accredited that to him as righteousness. And the Bible says he got his desired outcome. The Bible tells us that the just shall live by faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming. Please subscribe. And if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church, study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.